Hey, podcast. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Show, episode 12. I'm Thurlow Weed, and I want to thank you very much for taking the time to tune in, and I hope today's show brings you a lot of value. I've been talking over the last few episodes about how the cannabis industry is one of the fastest, if not the fastest growing industry in the United States right now, and possibly globally too. With many of states, 33 states that have done some sort of, and Washington, D.C., sorry, uh, that's done some sort of legalization for either medical or recreational purposes. There's 10 states that have done it recreationally, and uh, there's set to be an 11th probably before the end of 2019 with what New Jersey's doing. I've talked a lot about this and I've talked a lot to to the people who are um, you know are interested the entrepreneurs who are interested in actually starting a business in the industry but today I wanted to cover something a little bit different so maybe you just love the industry and you want to be part of it maybe uh, you know you're a person that that doesn't want to necessarily own the company but you're content and happy with working that's fine or maybe you want to do uh, start a business in the industry but you don't know what or you don't know anything about the industry and you want to somehow start a business in the industry and you just don't know what you're going to do well check this out Uh, today i'm going to talk about the five hottest new careers that have been created by cannabis legalization these are uh, some of them you have to have degrees for some of you don't have to have degrees for some of them you actually have to have advanced degrees for um, and they start anywhere from, you know, like $12.50 an hour all the way up to, you know, 250 k a year. So it's, it's definitely a growing industry. And as we see more and more states uh, adding some sort of legalization, dem- decriminalization, and it's more the legalization because that's what's allowing the businesses. The more that we see these states add recreational uh, legalization or medical legalization, the more we're going to see these businesses, more of these businesses and uh, some of these businesses expanding. Some of them are able to, you know, open locations in multiple different places. And there's different consulting companies that are doing that. Some of them are just licensing their name. Some are licensing their IP. So, you know, there's a lot of different things that are going on. But there's one thing that's 100% for sure, and that is that this industry is quickly growing. And with it quickly growing, not only is there a lot of room for entrepreneurship, there's also a lot of room for those who just want to get in and get a great job because that's what they don't mind doing in an industry that they love and live their life happy and live their best life. So on to these five jobs. So the first position I'm going to cover is the trimmer. Now this is an entry level hands-on job And it actually represents the marijuana industry's intersection with the gig economy. Now, a lot of companies just call trimmers in temporarily. Some of them have them on full-time. It really just kind of depends on what their setup is like and if if they're growing indoor, if they're growing outdoor, what their cycle is like. Are they cropping at a regular pace to keep them on? on a regular basis it really kind of just depends on how that grow operation is running 
but uh, trimmers are an entry-level position. Now, they are probably one of the first workers that have a threat of losing their jobs to machines in the industry because there are becoming more and more advanced machines for trimming. Me personally, I don't like machine-trimmed cannabis, so uh, I do feel that it's less potent and in you know, so, and a lot of other people feel that way as well. So I believe that there's always going to be a need for connoisseur workers. And I think that there's always going to be a want and a need for connoisseur cannabis, even as things become more mainstream and just more production oriented as big business and big corporations get into it. But the uh, average national salary for qualified trimming professionals is $12.25 to $14 per hour. And there are some places where you usually just really start there. And if even if you don't know anything about trimming, they'll go ahead and train you. Of course, it is, you know, liable. It's good to have some experience or some um, at least knowledge of the plant. But a lot of places, you know, they want people that are new as well so they can teach them the way that they want them to do it. $12.25 to $14 per hour. It just depends on where you're at. I know that uh, the higher side of that $14 an hour is all right if you're living in Denver. But the $12.25 per hour is kind of kind of still low if you live by yourself. It'd still be tough with the high rent around here because all the people who've moved here prefer cannabis and cannabis jobs course not complaining at all if you're interested in getting into the cannabis industry and you don't know where to start try getting a trimming job now don't forget go to these mixers go to these different events like i've already talked about even if cannabis is not legal in your state you can go to these events because there's people in your state trying to legalize now, I didn't talk about it in this episode. I talked, I spoke about it in yesterday's episode and the day before. So definitely check those out if you're looking at getting into the industry and you want to know how. Maybe you don't want to become a trimmer. Maybe you don't live in a state where you can become a trimmer um, and you're not able to move at this point in time. There are people more than likely in your state, quite sure, that are working to legalize cannabis and they have different meetups and different things like that and you should just start going to those. But I'm not gonna go deep into that on this episode. You can listen to the prior ones and I'll talk about it more in the future. On to the next job. So the next one I'm going to cover, and in, this is in no particular order, is a director of extraction. Now, legal cannabis is sold in so many different forms, it's absolutely crazy. Gummies, vaping oils, candies, lotions, teas, pills, perfumes, and even tampons. I think there are even waters and all kinds of different stuff or some additive that you add to water. Anyway, the director of extraction, they oversee the production of the oils and the concentrates within the plants that are needed to manufacture the product. Now, this could include possibly building a laboratory. It does uh, include managing staff and maintaining strict scientific protocols. Now, of course, this is a job that requires some skill, just making BHO in your backyard a few times and luckily not blowing yourself up does not qualify you to be a director of extraction. But 
they do typically see a lot of PhDs and chemists and people coming right out of pharmaceutical labs that are going for these jobs. Now, they do tend to be very well compensated, 72000 up to 191000 on the average, but the high side in some states is a quarter of a million a year salary. So not too bad if you're a director of extraction, but again, you are going to have to have uh, you know, some sort of, more than likely some sort of degree, PhD, there's going to have to be definitely, uh, you're going to have to know your, your stuff when it comes to chemicals and extraction and different stuff like that. So um, it's not going to be one that you can just jump right into. But that is a position that is quite necessarily needed. And as more states come aboard and more businesses like this open, there are going to be need, going to need to be more and more of these type of businesses so maybe you're just getting ready to get out of high school or you just did and you don't know what to do or maybe you're just 21 you know if you're 21 and you decided to go to school for it now and you finished up in six eight years or whatever six years guess what it would be great because you would still be extremely young the industry would still be extremely young and you would have a lot of room to grow so just think about that if you're not interested in starting your own business Next one. The next job I'm going to cover is also more of an entry-level type job. Usually, if you start with the trimmer, you'll graduate up to this job, so to speak, and that is a bud tender. Now, they're kind of equal parts, uh, you know, they... they I want to say pharmacist, but pharmacist is far from the right word. Basically, the bud tender is where the cannabis and and the business meets the consumer is really what it is. They have to do everything from checking IDs uh, if they're it's a recreational shop to checking IDs and making sure the paperwork is correct if it's a medical location. So they have quite a few things that they have to do in that area, but they're also expected to have extensive knowledge of of what they're selling, of the product, of cannabis itself, of what it's going to do, how it may help you if it's a medical patient. Recreational, I believe that those bed tenders, yes, they need to be knowledgeable. I feel that the ones that are at medical shops really need to be a lot more knowledgeable in what uh, medical elements or what medical relief that the patients will be able to get. And there's a lot of programs that are out there like Leaf Buyer, Leafly. Leafly is a big one and they're not paying me to say their name. They're just a good, reliable source for information about cannabis. So, uh, but bud tending is a great way to familiarize yourself with the industry and the particularities and particulars of it. So in other words, if you really, you know, maybe you decide you want to get in the industry, you want to meet some people, here because when you're when you're at least a trimmer you're in there you're mingling with the people you're learning about the plant you're you're learning about the industry you you possibly or probably will get invited to events or you'll hear about events that you may not necessarily always hear about which will allow you to then continue to network now if you move on up to a bud tender it's great because now you're getting your face in the public now you're able to talk to people about it you know, it, but you can decide how much more you're able, you're, you're going to have that much more interaction. You're going to have that much more responsibility. So you're probably going to, you know, meet a lot 
uh, could possibly meet different people and such like that. So, you know, there and there's ways to work up. If you're a trimmer, you know, your next step is going to be more than likely a bud tender. And then the, the one after that's going to be our, our next position that we're going to go over. But typically nationwide average bud tender pay is $13.25 to $16 per hour. Usually they're going to want you trained um, by what they do. So it, like I know a lot of dispensaries and I don't, I haven't been to one and ones in other States, but I do know of a lot of dispensaries that like to really kind of hire people on as trimmers and then bring them up as bud tenders. And there's ones that I know that they, they would work at a dispensary and then they would miss their chance to go to bud tender to move up to bud tender a couple times. So they, you know, they'd be tired of trimming. So they would go to another place and they'd be like, yeah, I have trimming experience. And then it would be hard for them to get a job. Or they would say, I have trimming experience, and they would still hire them as a trimmer so they can first teach them their way. So a lot of dispensaries just really kind of like to use that as a stepping stone unless you have some really solid uh, skills already or maybe you worked as a bud tender already at one place, then chances are you can go to another place and be able to work as a bud tender without having to step up into that position from a trimmer. But chances are if you've never worked in the industry before or anything like that, Unless you have an extensive knowledge of cannabis and you have extensive customer service skills, the chances of you starting off as a bud tender is going to be pretty slim, at least more than likely for the first 60 to 90 days. The next job that I'm going to cover, and there's only two more left, this one and one more, is dispensary manager. So if you start out as a trimmer, you do extremely well, and you move up to a bud tender, and you do extremely well, and you can show managerial uh, skills and people skills, and of course, security. It's a big thing because bud tenders, you know, they're when, when or not bud tenders, but dispensary managers, excuse me, when dispensary managers are... They're, they're in charge of making sure that everything in the shop and the place is going well, that the bud tenders are doing their jobs, that people, you know, employees are not letting underage people in, people in without medical cards. Like it's really going to be laying on there and, and managing a dispensary is a lot like managing any other retail store, but it's really like a high end retail store. They'd have to make sure that, like I said, that their employees, they're compliant with all state laws. Everybody that's entering the stores has either their medical paperwork and proper identification, or if they're just over 21, they have to make sure if it's a recreational store that they have the proper identification as well. Now, usually they like to see um, experience with running high-end apparel or high-end jewelry shops to when they're looking for dispensary managers but i do know that there are a lot of places that do hire within as well like i spoke about here at the beginning the the starting or should i say national average salary for uh dispensary managers are fifty six thousand to ninety eight thousand a year so you can live quite comfortably being a dispensary manager. Now, I don't know if that's just going to be salary and you could be working 80 hours a week. You know, um, some people, if they're working 80 hours a week, they'd prefer to work in their own business. Some don't. It's up to you. But that is an option. I mean, you can darn near make up to 100 grand a year just running a dispensary. So 
you know, that's something to think about. Now, it's not just an easy job, but if being in the industry is something that you want to do and you want to work in the industry, you can work your way up. You can start from a trimmer and, you know, by the time you're ready, you can start at a trimmer at 25 and by the time you're 30 or 40, you can seriously be running your own dispensary, uh, you know, be your own manager, not necessarily own your own, but be running and be a dispensary manager, be making a hundred grand a year at 30 years old or even younger, just depending. Or if you start at 25, it'll probably be about 35 years old, maybe 40 years old. But there's lots of room to grow, but you're going to have to hustle. You're going to have to have the drive. You're going to have to put in the work. That right there is for damn sure. Now, you might not want to shoot for a dispensary manager if you're looking to open your own business in the industry because it is going to take you some time to work there. But again, I was just trying to point out that there is ways to be able to um to to grow in the industry and there's definitely you know room to move up the ladder and the final job i'm going to talk about today is another highly sought after job it's another very well-paying job but it is again another job that you're more than likely going to have to have a degree or some sort of of extensive um, knowledge and some sort of extensive experience and that is a director of cultivation now you really need to have it's really an art and a science to grow now all grow option operations no matter how small They need a director of cultivation, and some places call it a master grower. Now, this person oversees the employees. They oversee the planting, the cloning, the feeding, the watering, the pest management. So usually it's their whole plan, their whole grow idea, their whole system for growing, because every grower has a different one, that everybody is following. They're using um, the nutrients that, that that grower wants to use. They hire these dispensaries and these companies hire these people because they want to use, um, you know, what their knowledge is. So basically, they're, they're, it's highly sought after. Some places um, just, you know, they want you to have a horticulture degree or whatnot. But there are people that are highly sought after that have won cannabis cups and such like that. And as long as, you know, they, they've never been in trouble, um, before because a lot of these people won cannabis cups back in the day and stuff they're, they're definitely seeking seeking out those types of people as well now they they re- do require frequent interaction with law enforcement to ensure compliance that's that's something that's very very important and they have to be able to manage and be responsible like i said for a team of growers now like i said a background in horticulture or agriculture is a must now, advanced degrees, they are sometimes required, um, but really, if you've had um, managing experience in a large-scale greenhouse, for example, even you may not have a advanced degree or a horticulture degree or a agriculture degree, but if you have advanced experience in, in managing and a large outdoor uh, greenhouse or a large scale greenhouse, then then you can definitely be able for or be um, 
qualified for this position. Sorry about that. Now, most of these positions, they the, the at national average for it is eighty-eight thousand to a quarter million. So when it's just like a director of extraction, it's something that's very important. One, this is going to be the person that's running the whole product, that's going to be able to make sure that that product is good. And then the other is the director of extraction. So the the, the people that are going to go ahead and and it's all end product basically. If you're a grower, you're growing the end product of the flower. If you're the director of extraction, you, you you know you're creating the extracted products, whether it's vape oils or whatever it is. So it's the main people that that are creating the products that are the most highly sought after. And you know, it, talk to your dispensary if you're interested. Some of them may pay for schooling or whatnot. You never know. A lot of them are becoming really open on what they want to do and they don't want a high turnover rate if it's possible so just keep that in mind if you're looking for a job in the cannabis industry there's plenty of them that are available so make sure you check them out if that's something that you're interested in doing or if you're just interested in finding out where to start and where to get your foot into the industry to start learning more because maybe you have a business idea but you if you're not even if you don't even know anybody in the industry it's kind of hard to launch a business in the industry people can do it but i'm telling you it's, it's about networking too thank you for checking out the podcast i appreciate it i love you all you're absolutely amazing remember if you found value in this and you want to leave me some feedback you can email the entrepot or email entrepotnewershow at gmail.com that's entrepotnewershow at gmail.com. If you're listening on the Anchor app, you can go ahead and leave a message for a sound off, and I would love to hear it. I'd also love to play it on the on another upcoming episode. Hope you all have an amazing weekend, and I'll talk to you all soon. Follow me on Instagram, Thurlow.weed, Twitter, Thurlowweed, and Snapchat, TLweed. I'll see you there. Take care.